here we are. We are back. It's only been three years since the last episode of Not Bad Dad, and a lot has changed. Uh, Jeff is no longer with us. I'm, I'm kidding. He's he's with us. He just he still lives in Minneapolis area, and I still live here, and we have different lives now, and we both have uh, different family setups and all that kind of stuff. So it's been a little bit, but today I am joined by a very special new guest host of the show, Ben Mason. What up? Good morning, Fuzz. Thank you for having me. <laughs> yeah, um, it's uh, it was kind of tough, like getting this back up and running, because it had been we had been going pretty well, and then you know, like Jeff's uh, Jeff had a baby, uh, I had a baby. Uh, we were both in the National Enquirer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Trump got elected, and then here we are. So, uh, no, but we, uh, we appreciate you joining us. So you, um, tell us a little bit about who, uh, who Ben Mason is. He's You're... a complex character. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think just in terms of my bona fides for this show, mm-hmm. I am a father. Okay. Uh, a dad. Yeah. Colloquially. Uh, I have an almost two year old son. Um, other than that. We work in the same place, mm-hmm. Fuzz and I, and I think those are more or less my qualifications. And I was willing to, you know, show up at seven a.m. I asked about fifty-two other dads. Yeah, and no, I ben, figured. Ben said, "Yeah, I'd do it." Yeah, and that's the other thing that qualifies me for this show is I have absolutely no pride. Yeah, at all. So, like being the fifty-third dad. Yeah, I, you know, I didn't. I went through hesitate. a full deck of dad cards, and then I had to go to my backup deck. I know. But you were the first one to say yes in the second deck, so. I know. Um, and again, like I said, I'm thrilled to be here. I Even can tell. Even if my sort of flat, you know, <laughs> delivery belies that point. You'll get used to it, though. You will. It's it's rather soothing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, icebreaker to start the show. Yeah, let's do it. It's, the apocalypse has happened. Okay. And you have to join a... Uh, a sect of the uh, those who are going to battle against each other for uh, power and mm-hmm. and the remaining food supplies. Mm-hmm. So you have to pick a team, but you can only pick one team. Okay, and that team is Team Ariana Grande. Okay, Team Lady Gaga. Okay, Team Katy Perry. Okay, or Team Taylor Swift. Okay, so you have to join a team, but you can only join one team. Okay, which team are you on? And these teams, I assume, sort of take on the persona of the. Now, sorry, I don't mean to. No, no, this is this is good. Mean to dicker about the the details. So, are those women actually the like the leaders of the team? Yeah. So they're actually part of the team. They're actually they're they're the the leader of the team. Okay. So you have to support and go along with what they do. Okay. So in do I would I have you know as part of this team assuming that I'm viewed as like a valuable part of the team you know mm-hmm. team player right would I have interaction with oh yeah okay yeah I mean uh, you you may have to father one of their children uh, you may have to or multiple uh, you may have to defend them uh, with sword or other weapon um, you may have to uh, run out and grab coffee okay. That, okay, um, so that's all good. the I things mean, that all the things that a leader might have you do, right? In that yeah, post-apocalyptic. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, no, for sure, I get it. And so, so Ari Gaga, Perry, or Swift. 
I'm going to go with, with Grande. Yeah. Okay. That's the right answer. Is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's good. I didn't know. I mean, do you want to know my rationale at I all? I do. I really do. Yeah. Um, I don't know anything about her. Okay. And I know very little about the other three. Okay. But what I do know make makes me think that they might be... Um, I might not strike them as particularly impressive, given my you know age, yeah. general skill set. Sure, I don't think I would. I don't think I would jump off the page for them. Now, it's highly likely that I also would not jump off the page for Ariana Grande, but because I don't really know anything about her, um, I'm willing to roll the dice. Yeah, there you go. Uh, uh, I had pegged you as a Gaga guy. Hmm. Okay. Um, Why is that? Uh, you have some musical training, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think probably out of the four, she's probably the uh, the most well trained and mm. probably most talented in terms of uh, being a you know, like musician. Oh yeah, no, she is vocalist. a good singer. I'm just so you're in your vision of the apocalypse. There's time for musical endeavors. Well, I think it's just uh, like you're like what I had assumed you would say was like she put in the work. She's oh. she's you know uh, legit in terms yeah. of her talent, and yeah. therefore will be a good leader. I uh, see. I am Team Ari because um, well, one the fathering the child portion, but two um, okay uh, because. Uh, she uh, curses in pretty much every one of her songs, and mm. I, I kind of like, you know, it's like not as like bubblegum uh, poppy as uh, Katy Perry or um, Taylor Swift. And then Lady Gaga is just a little bit kind of off the uh, off the deep end for me. So yeah, no, I could see that. And again, I I know very little about about any of them. I've you know these days it's hard to be totally divorced from popular culture just because of you know the uh, what do you call it internet. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so <clears throat> I think your rationale is sound. Again, I don't know. I might be a little elitist to say she's like formally trained and so therefore mm-hmm. a good leader because I mean having studied music, I know that. Um, by and large, my friends who are still in that field are not. Um, you wouldn't, wouldn't follow them in the battle. No, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't say they're really leadership material. You know. Yeah. I mean, the word diva. You know, it sort of originates from that world. Right. Uh, and so, yeah, I, I still, I'm still going to stick with my original choice. I'm, a, I would be worried if the fathering of a child. I mean, I've just turned 44, so I don't know how that would go. True. I'm not sure about my, you know, um, viability. Yeah. As a, well, you know. I mean, she doesn't have to know that. You know, but, That's true. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that trick would only work once, right? <laughs> you know, like, uh, yeah. So excellent question. Yeah, no, no that's good. Um, I'm, I'm glad we. I'm glad we're on the same team, and that we don't have to battle against each other. No, I, I am too. Because that's going to make the podcast awkward. If and sorry, um, can I just ask one more follow up question yeah, about no, this? No, this, is, this? And, and I think the reason that that I am surprised that there is music happening, you know, uh, yeah. recitals or whatnot in the in the apocalypse, is is that <laughs> it seems like a much more hard scrabble existence than what we're used to now. Yeah. Um, how many people are on a team? 
Like there's only f- so all of humanity is is separated into four teams, but right. has has some significant portion of humanity been wiped oh, out? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean, most of humanity. Most of humanity. Yeah, okay, yeah. so let's say like, there's there's like three uh, percent of the planet left. Okay, I'm not. That's a lot of people, but it's, it is. It's not. Um, it's not a very large amount of people yeah. compared to. You'd be yeah. able to afford a house in the Bay Area. Well, maybe. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's all relative at this point then, right? Yes. So I if mean, you had enough like you just have, human pelts, you could you could potentially get a house in the mission. Yeah, probably. Okay. Yeah. Um I don't know what they would trade in 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 this situation. Well, human pelts, I just said. Okay. <laughs> it's human pelts. Ah, <laughs> uh, what is that? Uh pleather? It's people leather. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. So you said you're 44. Yes, and you said your son is two. Mm-hmm. What's that like? What's that like? No, so no, I, I'm, I'm. That's really bad interview question. When? How long have you been married? Four, four years. Okay, so you, you guys got. Married later in life and, and yes. decided to have yes. children actually pretty relatively early in your marriage. Uh, yeah, we had been married for, yeah for a couple of years. Yeah, so um, so that's not all like that different. You just happened. To, so it's not like you've been married since you were like twenty five, and no. then we're like, hey, you know what? We've been doing this for fifteen years. Let's spice things up. Yeah, let's. <laughs> we've done all the things that we want to do in life. Let's have something in our life that. Allows us to stay home more. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty um, much. The, uh, was the decision, I mean, I'm not that much, I'm 40, so, mm-hmm. and I have a now four-year-old, but I was, you know, even at 36, we were like, eh, I'm kind of pushing the edge. Like, there's a chance that we could have either octuplets or, you know, mm-hmm. um, or nothing, and we could just yep. uh, be uh, sad all the time. So do we really want to go through this? Did you guys go through that kind of? Well, yes. So what you, the the second scenario that you just described, mm-hmm. we could have nothing, is frankly what I assumed would happen mm. when we decided because, you know, again, my advanced age, mm-hmm. yeah. um, the extent. Super old. Yeah, the extent to which I have abused my body over the years, mm-hmm. I really just sort of assumed that. It wouldn't work out. So I could sort of have the best of both worlds, be a team player and say, yeah, let's do it. But then figuring that my biology would just uh, betray me. Mm -hmm. Um, But it did not. And pretty much, you know, first try, there you go. Yeah. So, I mean, you know. Congratulations. Thank you very much. You're welcome. I would assume that, you know, that there are lots of fathers or would-be fathers listening to this podcast for advice. Uh, Definitely. I mean, yeah, yeah. After three years, they've been waiting for yeah, this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, almost certainly. So let me, you know, um, start off with this gem. No matter how old or fat or just generally abject you are, it's still possible that you could impregnate someone. <laughs> science is great, isn't it? It is. Well, I, well, there was no, I mean, there was no science. That's the thing. Like, it was just. Hmm. Other side for me, like. We we used all this almost all the science. Like we we had tubes and mixers and wow. IVs and plungers and see that's what I envisioned for myself mm-hmm. 
and none of those things came to pass. And, you know, I assume it's all to do with my wife and her, you know, healthiness as a just generally healthy person. So it's, yeah. a, you know, again, you're probably not sensing my enthusiasm here. <laughs> um, but, you know, all kidding aside, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have done it any other way. Um, just, you know, being able to be more intentional is the sort of obvious primary benefit, having more money, yeah. you know, if not more time. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know. It, having done all the things, I mean, not all the things you want to do in life, but so I, my first was born when I was like 20, well, I've been 25 or 26. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have a now almost 15 year old and a four year old. And the me that, you know, when my oldest was born, like it was right, you know, a few years before the recession. So when she was like, you know, going to kindergarten, like we were in full on, like I was taking furloughs at work and all that junk. And so younger dad, I was a single dad at that point and also uh, like no money, you know, like it mm-hmm. was tough and I'm sure that I was not as fun. I mean, we did fun things. That was still me, but like it was just Dumps harder, you know, there's a lot, a lot more stress involved. Now it's like, um, you know, there's obviously always stress in life and work and careers and that kind of stuff, but being like financially stable and having traveled and have actually having had one child before, you know, 10 years earlier and gone through all the reps and gotten, you know, all the anxieties about, uh, uh, am I going to drop her? Am I not going to feed her enough? Is, uh, she going to hate me? You know, that kind of stuff. You, you just kind of get over it and we're like, uh, well, if it happens, we'll deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I totally get it. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's definitely a lot easier and not I'm, I'm assuming it like having a first child is probably harder than like if you were having your you know second child at 42 but um, yeah i mean well you know in as much as there is just one yeah you know that makes it significantly easier than having a second one i don't know i mean i feel you know it may be sort of cliche but as an you know older dad and you know the thing that keeps sticking in my mind recently is that you know i'll be 60 when my son graduates from high school. Yeah. That's that's sort of an eye opener for me. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, know. but but and it, what I was going to say is you know, I feel like I'm sort of given a pass cuz I was, you know, 42 when he was born to I don't know, just indulge indulge myself in terms of how tickled I am at his existence. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I'm I'm less concerned about um, you know, seeming, you know, like I brag on him or dote on him too much. I just don't care. Right. I'm just thrilled that he's, that he exists. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm not going to concern myself with, you know, spoiling him or whatever the case may be. I don't know. Like I say, I just feel like I have some license to yeah. just be thrilled with the whole situation. Yeah, I think that's uh, a really good way of looking at it. And I think also when you get to 
like above 35, I would say, or maybe even above like 32. You don't care as much about the social side of it too, of like friends are having babies and this and that. And it's like, just like, it just doing it for your, you like for you and your wife are doing it for yourself. And it's a lot more enjoyable because there's not the social pressure and not the expectations and your family's pretty much at that point given up on like, oh, they're not going to have kids. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to be a grandma. Thanks. Yeah, pretty um, much. Your, uh, your mom smokes a lot. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> yes. My uh, mom is Aunt Patty from The Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> Let me hold her. Um, so though you uh, have a two-year-old, yes. you're still able to get out and, and do some stuff. You still play baseball. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, hardball. Yep. Uh, as they say. Yeah. In, in the field. Yep. Like, um, would you call it uh, just recreational, or would that be more like a semi-pro? What's the semi? No. Are you uh, definitely? Do you not tell people semi-pro. that you're in the minor leagues? No, I do not. <laughs> no. The the thing is with so no, it, it is recreational. I would say it's you know, it's not softball. Um, but it's not, and it is competitive, mm-hmm. but I mean, we're not talking about like super high level athletes here, obviously. Um, but it's funny you mentioned the minor leagues, because, or I think I may have mentioned this to you before, like the number of people who claim to have played in the minor <laughs> leagues in these like recreational adult leagues is absurd. Oh, yeah. And I, I, I like your, uh, whenever, whenever you, I've heard you talk about this is the the fact that they forget there's the internet. Yeah. Like <laughs> there are websites devoted to, you know, just databases of everyone who's ever, even if you've played, see, cause one time it turns out a guy was telling the truth. He had played uh, a guy who was on my team in DC. He had played independent ball, you know, so unaffiliated any major league team, but he had played and he did show up on baseball reference. I mean, for like a few games or something, sure. but still he was legit. Every, everyone else, who has claimed to me to have been in the minor leagues was lying, <laughs> like just straight up. I mean, there are a lot of like ex-pros in the league I played in in San Diego, but I mean, they're not walking around telling you themselves. Right. They're, you, you know, hear that they're exactly. an ex-pro. They're like, oh yeah, he was in the majors. Because they right? probably, if, if you were in the majors and now you're playing rec league on, you know, Thursday nights, you probably don't want people to – you're not probably going to advertise that you went from up here to down here, right? <laughs> exactly. Whereas if you want people to believe that, you're going to make up the story. and but Exactly. People it, would talk about you if you were good and you had a history that right. people remember. The guys – yeah. The guys who were actually – a couple of guys who were actually in the majors, no like you know major stars or anything like that, or in the high minors, they're not broadcasting it. And in fact, the guys who were in the majors by and large – like the one guy I'm thinking of from San Diego was a pitcher, but he didn't pitch against us. I mean, that would have been unfair. Sure. So, I mean, again, they had some pride in the fact that they, but yeah, you know, you got guys who clearly had never played before or claimed to have like played in college or, you know, <laughs> I was teammates with, you know, Lou Gehrig or they might as well <laughs> say that because, it, you know, 20 seconds on Google and you're going to discover that they're full of it. Yeah, totally. Now, what... Uh... At what what level does it become pro? Just when you get paid? Is that that yeah. it? Yeah. So when you play, you're paying to play. 
Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. No yes. one is no one is paying me to play baseball. I've never been paid to play baseball. Um Okay, good, because I was going to look it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, I learned that lesson the hard way. I claimed to have been on the 75 Reds. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, someone yeah. called me out on it. Yeah, because um, you were born in 74? 75. Oh, you were born in 75. Yeah, so I was, you know, I was a few months old. Yeah. I mean, I think that was probably the you're first a, giveaway, but... You if, were a gifted child. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we, my wife took my daughter, my youngest daughter, to see a... Uh, Fond du Lac Doc Spiders game. Nice. I, uh, if you heard of the Doc Spiders, uh, I think they're a low A team. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. So that um, was pretty fun. I, I mean, I saw a lot of pictures and the, they looked like they had a good time, and it was a bunch of teacher moms with their children out in the middle of a you know Wednesday or something like that. And, oh, it's great. Yeah. I mean, minor league baseball is is fantastic. I mean, yeah. you're you're right up close. You can say you saw. I mean. You know, you don't have to tell your children that the va- that these people make about twelve thousand dollars a year, right? Or that they will probably not make the majors and end up in abject poverty. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's for al- almost all of them. It's true. It is. Yeah, it's absolutely true. Well, I mean, the ending up in abject poverty thing. You know, let's hope that you know our I mean, economy gives them a fighting chance, but. They are impoverished. Well, because they're most likely foregoing some sort of college education at that point, right? So that they can focus on playing ball. Yeah, I don't or know. Or they what, did play college ball. Yeah, it, it could be. It it's probably breaks down pretty evenly. Some some of them will have played, um, yeah, four years in college. Some will play played a couple of years in college. Some will have absolutely no college, mm-hmm. and they will have signed when they were 17 or 18. Yep. But – the the very 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 slim minority of them will have signed some sort of bonus that will allow them to live above their minor league means. But, okay. So anyway, I'm sorry the, I got sidetracked. Minor league baseball is great. You're right there close. <laughs> no, no, that's I, you know they um you can really you can say that you saw them when yeah like for the very s- small sliver of them that actually go to the major leagues. Mm-hmm. You know it doesn't cost eight hundred thousand dollars to go to one single game. Yeah, I, I think baseball and hockey are like that when it comes to being able to see, you know, if you go to a, an AHL game, you can see some people that very likely could go move up. Now, you know, like, there are a lot more minor league baseball teams than there are, um, or at least um, they're a lot more popular, I think, or maybe just around here, but yeah. then, then – uh, you know, minor league hockey teams. And also it's a lot easier to play baseball than hockey in terms of like being able to go find a team and get started playing. You don't have to learn how to run. Um, yeah, right. Essentially. So I don't know. I don't know much about, I mean, I'm an American. So yeah, first off, true, so yeah. like I'm not into the whole, you know, hockey. You're also from California. That's true. Southern so does California. that doesn't, that doesn't, that doesn't qualify me as an American? No, no, no. I mean, I mean like Southern California, I, you don't associate that normally with hockey except no there is a minor league team in the in the town where i grew up oh really okay Mm -hmm. um but you don't like there you can't go ice skating on the lake uh in the you know no you pretty much have to relocate to that area to play hockey yeah um uh, or you know somebody's taking you to the to the ice rink yeah, yeah like there you, you, is there is a nice rink in the town where I grew up, and and I would assume in L.A., which is you know the yeah. sort of largest big city there, you can 
kids can play hockey. Right. But to your point, it's not really part of the culture there so much as it is if you lived in Minnesota. Yeah. And same thing. I mean, like, if you look at the, you know, the breakdown of Major League Baseball players, I mean, they're from Arizona, yeah. California, Florida, Texas. Dominican Republic. Dominican Republic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Where's Curacao. Warm. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, maybe I would assume that um, – Hockey breaks down along those lines as well, but I just don't know because it's right. a communist Usually, sport and I yeah. don't care. <laughs> um, how fast is your fastball now? Now? Yeah. Mm, I'm not sure, but I did see uh, a, there was a small child running around outside of the field who beat my fastball to home plate uh, in running in parallel to it. Wow. Yeah. Um I don't know. I bet I could probably get it up there around 70, assuming that, you know, uh, conditions are ideal. It's okay. like humid. I'm warmed up. And then after that one pitch, I need to be yeah. removed from the game. <laughs> then you need surgery. Pretty much. Yeah, Re- I don't know. I would, I would guess 70. Okay. What was it at its peak? Um, 80. 80? Okay. Yeah. I, I'm, again, just guessing. Sure. Um, You know. Big game tonight? No, uh, tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, okay. Yes. We are facing the former, uh, last season champions tomorrow night. Oh. I will be pitching. Oh, nice. Yes. So, uh, full disclosure, my team, the the Mules, you know, just a little plug there. <laughs> Madison Mules? Um, or do they just call them the Mules and it's just yeah, in Madison? I think, I th- yeah, Madison Mules, I guess. That's where that's where they're based, but that's where the league is. I, I really okay. don't know. They're all the Madison something? Yeah. Okay. Unless they have a corporate sponsor oh, right. yeah. or something like that. So we could be the Epic Mules. Sure. You know, I'm just yeah, because the Epic Systems in Madison, they might. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's true. Because oh. we won't. Right. No, I'm just okay. kidding. No, I, I get it. I'm just messing around. I, I, I mean, I wouldn't give it. So what I was going to say is that in the this is my third season with the team, which okay. coincides with my arrival in Wisconsin. Yeah. I think we've won two games. So I'm certain this season we have not yet won a game. And you're playing. How many games have you had? Uh, six. Okay. So, I I think we won one game the last two seasons. So we're slightly <laughs> we're slightly off pace. Yeah. Right. To reach our you know uh, our average for this season. So we are we're a very poor team. Okay. But uh, the the guys on the team are great. That's good. That's yes. Good. Well, I hope you pitch fast and well. And thank you. Um, maybe don't throw too many seventies. Yeah. No. I. Who knows? The the guy the guys on the team that we're playing are good. There's they have some like really good hitters, yeah. including this. Well, I don't want. There's like like a catcher, a left-handed catcher, on their team who's got to be like six seven. Okay. And he just he murders the ball. Yeah. He's frightening. I um. I have not played softball or yeah, I haven't I haven't played baseball since high school like actual like uh uniformed baseball and I only did one season and hated wearing the uniforms so uh, I, I get that I hate it now but you're a lefty well so that's the thing I am lefty in all things in my life except for throwing so really it, yeah oh. yeah so uh eating writing um I'm lefty comes to throw a football or a baseball batting I'm righty no I can kidding. bat I can bat lefty and I can uh 
I can bowl lefty, which is I, but I can't golf lefty. And I think it's just because growing up, all the equipment that I had was hand-me-down. Yeah. And so I learned how to do it that way. And then you just kind of know how to, you know, a pencil you can hold in any hand, but yes, um, a baseball glove goes in one way or the other. Yeah. Well, someone needs to tell my son that because he's, he's convinced that it, you, you know, know, it can you, go on either one. You know who should tell him? Your wife. You think? Yeah. You think it'd be better coming better, better from, coming from her. Yeah. Okay. No, yeah. that's fair. Yeah. Well, um, thank you for coming on. Of course. I hope to have you on again very soon. I would love to. Maybe even next week. We'll find out. I'm going to go back through the deck. Um, and uh, we will uh, catch you again soon on Not Bad Dad. It's been Ben Mason. And I'm Fuzz Martin. Thanks for listening. You know bars life. You should come and join the camp. Title after title. Put my rivals off the map. Thought you had the trophy till I came in for the snatch. I was born in it. Not sworn in it. I ain't come to play my wrist. Mean all business. Running like a mimic. Check my jersey authentic. In Oakland with some Raiders. Took my haters. Deal with it. I'm in the field. Thanks for listening to the Not Bad Dad Podcast. Subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher. And follow us online on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Not Bad Dadcast.